welcome to the CLS Experience. I'm your host, Craig Siegel. I'm a born and raised New Yorker who achieved success with multiple businesses, but I crave something deeper. So I dedicated myself to personal growth and transformation by revamping my mindset. I went from being unable to run a mile to conquering four marathons the following year. Now, I want to help others manufacture big breakthroughs of their own. On today's episode of the CLS Experience, we have a very exclusive, delightful treat. Uh, We're coming back for a solo episode. All things the New York City Marathon 2023. My goodness, what a trip. Let's dive in, guys. And I'm going to start to do more of these solo episodes that are very intentional, like in regards to a specific topic. This way, I could maybe add some like free coaching and stuff like that. Maybe supply some nuggets that I think will be timely that'll help you guys at the right time. If you guys are liking these solo episodes, do me a favor. Uh, let me know. You could also post about it, tag me and so forth. And if you guys haven't already, uh, leave a review for the show, five-star review and, and write something. And maybe I'll share the review on the next solo episode that always helps us and so forth. So we ran the New York City Marathon uh, a couple days ago, last Sunday. And I got to tell you, it was my seventh marathon overall, my third New York City. Uh, where do I begin? First and foremost, as a marathon runner, they typically say you don't hit the wall or really feel the marathon until mile 18 or 20. <laughs> I'm laughing because I wish that would be true, at least on last Sunday. So I hit the wall mile nine, guys. My goodness. I'm cruising the first eight and a half miles. No big deal. I had a very audacious goal for this marathon as well. My previous PR, meaning like a personal best or a personal record, was 331 last year in Chicago. And this time I hired a coach for the first time ever. By the way, have I mentioned how obsessed I am with hiring coaches for anything that I want to prove upon? Uh, a TED Talk, running, whatever it is, I highly encourage everybody to seek out a coach that's a little bit further ahead that can get you to where you want to be. That's a way to hop in a time machine and it's a cheat code. So I had a coach. We had audacious goals. The training was going really, really, really well. I did have an issue with my groin for the last few weeks leading up to it. And sure enough, mile nine, groin problem, bang. I pull over for a second to sort myself out. I'm I'm able to overcome that. And then after that, right away, I mean, it felt like I got hit by a truck. Talk about uh, aches, cramping, the most demonic, almost laughable and crazy twisted negative self-talk inner critic I've ever had in my entire life. I mean, Obviously, we have a big following now, guys, and I, I let everybody know that I was running the marathon because, number one, you know, I'm actually in the arena getting stuff done, and I think that's important for the brand is to show people that we walk the walk. I know there's a lot of people out there that don't do that, and so I let people know, and they can track it, and right away, the, the opponent in my mind was like, why would you tell people you're running this thing? Um, I mean, it was crazy. At mile nine, you're thinking, I got to... I got to get to mile 26 and I'm already feeling like death this early on in the race. It just makes for a long day. But as I like to say, um, you know, sometimes you absolutely own the day and you crush it and you can't be stopped. Then there's times where the day absolutely destroys you and you're just looking to survive and hang on, make it to the next day. And then there's those days where you get punched in the mouth, right? And, And you get knocked on your butt. And you get up and you get back in the fight. 
and that's what we did. And that's why, probably no coincidence, but I always pick a, an inspirational movie to watch the night before the marathon. And I turned on Rocky too the night before with my fiance. And Rocky's getting his ass beat that whole last fight with Apollo Creed. And eventually he goes back to his corner during one of the rounds. And he says to his trainer, he says, I ain't going down no more. And even just saying that gives me chills. And so I said that to the opponent. And when I say the opponent, guys, like something we're learning in Kabbalah, like everybody has that voice in your head, whether it's uh, your ego, uh, unworthiness, the devil, whatever you want to call it. We all have something that we have to overcome. So my opponent was extremely loud that day. But I said, we ain't going down no more. And so I punched back. We battled through. It was a long day. There were people all over the course uh, cheering for me, which really elevated my spirits. I mean, even if you didn't know anyone, it's the greatest day of New York of the year, 100%. Millions of spectators. I saw people I haven't seen since high school. Craig, I guess they saw on social media that I was running. It was just really special. Uh, But we fought back and we ended up running a personal best, the fastest that we've ever ran. Uh, three hours and 27 minutes, which is a 7.55, 7.56 pace uh, for 26.2 miles. 3.27.36 marathon, which is a PR for me. And so it's funny because you never take a PR for granted in the running world, right? If you run your best and you're improving, that's what's most important. Is it true that we left some time on the table with all the adversity that, that I had to overcome? Yes, it is. But I know that this happened for a reason. Um, first and foremost, I get to showcase what it's like to get hit with adversity in real time. I think that's one of the coolest things about our brand, CLS, is that we're showcasing life and being in the arena in real time and how to deal with adversity and so forth. And it was it was just such a, a moment of transformation, expansion, and growth for me to be able to overcome the negative self-talk and the opponent and the wall at mile nine and all that stuff. And so I was feeling pretty good after it. Is there a lot of room for improvement? Absolutely. But isn't that what's exciting? I mean, think about this. Here's a reframe. If I nailed my goal, right, at 38 years young, and people run like, you know, into their 50s and 60s, what do I have to look forward to, right? So the fact that I keep improving, um, it just makes the journey so exciting. And I can't wait for the next one. And, you know, for me, guys, running, it's really all about the transformation. I'm so emotional and romantic about running. As I always say, I found running in a very dark season of life and I kept it. And for me, it's where I do my best connecting, moving meditation. If you can overcome that stuff and and run marathons and the adversity and the negative self-talk and the injuries, what can you not do? It's transferable to other aspects of life. And pain is the portal, right? We don't grow so much when we're winning. We grow when we're in uncomfortable situations, right? Your comfort zone is a death sentence. When you continuously put yourself in really unpredictable, tough situations, like the marathon, for example, you can either crumble to the negative self-talk and unworthiness, or you can rise up and punch back. And then when you do that, you can use that as a point of reference moving forward in different arenas of life. So that's what it's all about for me, guys. Thank you all that tracked us and sent good vibes and energy. It was just such a beautiful day. Uh, running is so crazy. And, and this episode isn't to encourage everybody to run a marathon. 
find your own thing. But absolutely, I want to be very clear. Throw something in the calendar that forces you to level up and expand. Maybe that's a public speaking class. Maybe it's putting yourself on a dating app. Uh, Maybe it's starting a new business. Maybe it is running a marathon. Whatever your thing is, create space for expansion. And we only expand and grow when we have to step out of our comfort zone. And your comfort zone is a death sentence, straight up. So highly encourage you guys. So I wanted to give you just some commentary in regards to the marathon. We ran the best we ever did. We had overcome a ton of adversity. um, And it was a moment that I'll never, ever forget. And it's a beautiful thing. Um, And while we're here, guys, just a couple of things. They get some updates with CLS and so forth. So as you guys know, the book was a monster hit. Wall Street Journal, USA Today bestseller. People keep asking me about a second book. (laughs) I treated that book like it was the only book I'll ever write in the sense that I gave it everything I got. And it's everything I know to be true up until now. And so I'm not even thinking about book number two, although I will say this, I did get a pretty weird download during the marathon on a potential title for a potential second book. Um, I'm not in any hurry or in any rush or anything like that, but I think the title is pretty cool. So more to come in regards to that. Also, um, I want to deliver to you guys everything that you feel like you need right now or everything that I feel like you guys need right now. And the coolest thing about what we do is, yes, CLS is entrepreneurship, it's business, it's starting a brand, it's all that stuff. But how it really started was human development. How do we reinvent ourselves? How do we remove limiting beliefs? How do we become more worthy, more confident? How do we begin to love ourselves? How do we put ourselves out there? How do we kick butt in life? And so one thing that I keep getting asked, and it's probably not a coincidence at this point, is literally every single time I'm a guest on these big podcasts, and we've been a guest on a lot of big shows recently, as we have a ton of momentum, is people always ask me this, how the heck do we create all these massive relationships and network and have all these jugs or juggernauts on our show and people that want to go to bat for us and show up for the book launch? How did I create those relationships? Is there an art or a skill set to networking? You damn right there is. Um, and I'm very humbled and appreciative that everybody seems to think that no one's done a better job at us. You know, essentially when we started this a little over three years ago, I had no connections, nothing. Um, but I understood how to build rapport, how to create win-win scenarios and how to nurture big relationships. And so because I keep getting asked this, I'm going to create a little something in regards to how to teach it or teach the way I've been able to do it. And I will say this, of all the things that we've done over the last three plus years in CLS, cultivating intentional and meaningful relationships has been the biggest needle mover. So if that's something that you guys would like to find out more of, or if you think I should create something to teach this, please let me know. Shoot me a message shoot the team an email. You can text us at 917-634-3796. You should join that texting community anyway. It's free and we do actually cost us money to have, but uh, we send out inspirational nuggets throughout the week and updates. Let us know. Uh, I think that's really important, guys. And I, I literally just want to give you guys what, what I feel as though you need and 
people keep coming back to me in regards to cultivating big relationships and opportunities and stages and stuff like that. The last thing I want to talk about today is the universe favors the bold. So just to be clear, guys, you have to step outside your comfort zone if you want to receive and be able to draw upon divine downloads. You're not going to get those downloads that change everything for you when you're in your comfort zone. Because the universe, God, whatever your thing is, they like to see trust, faith, surrender. And the way that you can showcase that is to take the leap, even when you don't have everything figured out yet. Now, just to be clear, I'm not saying quit your job tonight, start a side hustle or get a divorce, whatever the case may be. But what I am saying is if you're feeling a tug at your heart and you know you're here for something more, more meaningful, more fulfilling, more money, more exciting. Lean in, hire the coach, join the mastermind. Google how to start the side hustle. Put yourself out there for the relationship. Sign up for a marathon. Look, it takes guts and it takes courage. I know that. But I am telling you from contrast, I stayed in my comfort zone for a very long time. Do you want to know where that got me? Absolutely nowhere fast. Once I started to have the courage to fulfill my assignment, put myself out there, that's when the world began to see me. And that's when I was able to manifest and bring all these unbelievable opportunities, developments into my life. Because the universe sees that as trusting and they like that. And you know what God or the universe does not like is when you don't trust and you don't take chances. So, look, I'm a big believer in don't have a plan B. Just allocate all your energy to plan A and let's make it work. But I also want to be responsible that, you know, some people have to, you know, make ends meet and stuff like that. So I want to be compassionate, empathetic to that. I can only tell you what works for me. Go all in, take your shot. If not now, then when? And don't be surprised how quickly things begin to happen for you. Once you hire that coach, you join that mess, when you put yourself out there, you build your brand, you take the shot and great things begin to happen and unfold because you leaned in and you got in the damn arena, right? And think about guys like anyone that's hating out there, they're probably sitting in the cheap seats. Ain't nobody inside the arena hating on anyone else inside the arena. Why? Because game recognize game. So you got to lean in, guys. We're getting closer to 2024. In my head, it already started. You should be thinking about Q2 right now. Like That's how much ahead you should be planning. Now, just to be clear, also stay in the present, but you want to start to set yourself up for the greatest year ever. How do you do that? Start to feel energetically what it's going to feel like when your vision comes to fruition. But first, you actually have to have a vision. So create the time and space to think about what that is and dream big. Don't play small. Guys, playing small is canceled. It does no one any good. Shine bright and think big and be delusionally optimistic. And let's lean in to 2024 with excitement, enthusiasm, like a gladiator. I picture like Brad Pitt as Achilles from the movie Troy, like going to war, just like a total juggernaut. That's the mindset. That's the mentality. And have trust and faith in yourself. That's the most important bet investment you can ever make is in yourself. 
You dig? All right, guys. So I love you so much. Um, we're going to do some giveaways. We'll have some fun. I'm going to set some signed copies of the book. Um, whoever leaves the best review on the podcast, CLS experience, and also for the reinvention formula on Amazon. If you can, if you've read it, obviously leave some reviews and, and uh, I'll find out who it is. And we're going to send you some signed copies of the books. If you already have the book then give it to a loved one or keep the signed one and give the other one away. Let's just have some fun. Let's all win and let's win big. Uh, I love you guys so much. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow me on Instagram at Craig Siegel underscore CLS, the YouTube channel Craig Siegel, and our website, CultivateLastingSymphony.com, where you could sign up for our email blast with all free trainings on all of our content. The best is yet to come.